0: to a special excursion episode of
1: brutal battle
0: we don't know what we're calling this when we're recording it because in the past we've done like pittsburgh excursion or columbia excursion or baltimore excursion or philadelphia excursion or whatever but this is kind of many towns yeah three different towns i think maybe we're just going to call it maryland excursion episode but i don't know but if you download this episode and you listen to it you know what we decided on (laughs) so yeah but anyway, basically, we went out to some breweries because we decided after not going to any breweries during winter time because we were hunkered down in the house, basically, uh, we needed to get out and visit some breweries. So we looked for breweries that had outdoor seating because that's our comfort level because I yet I have not yet been vaccinated at this point. Hopefully that changes <laughs> hopefully by the time this podcast ends up coming out whenever whenever I decide to put it out. But um, Rebecca is vaccinated at the moment. I am not. So we just want to be very careful. Um, so there's some great options for outdoor seating at breweries, though, which is extremely safe for the pandemic situation. So we looked for breweries that had good outdoor seating ahead of time, and then we went and hit those breweries up. And I will say that we went initially thinking we're just going to hit two breweries, and then we hit four breweries. Yeah. <laughs> Um, And part of the reason being, we didn't stay super long at each one, and I think part of the reason for that is, we didn't want to drink a lot during the day, so we had, we shared half pours, and kind of made our own sampler that way at every place, and then the other aspect of it was that, um, because where we were, it was kind of like, well, if we're right here, this other one's not that far, so we might as well go to that one, and it kind of continued with yeah, that. that's
1: just snowball. Because um, then we got to the next one and we thought, well, this one's not that much further from yeah. this
0: one. Also at a few of the locations, we also didn't stay that long because the wind was kind of uh, aggressive that day at times. Yeah, we lost we lost a couple beers. Yeah, not the entire thing of any of the beers, but we lost a little bit of some beers yeah. because they're not serving in glass outside, which I understand because in general, I think breweries don't really feel that comfortable with people taking their glasses outside. I think they think there's a higher chance that people end up dropping them, Uh, but also just for cleanliness sake during COVID times, it's just easier to do the disposable glasses. Um, So yeah, but um, we're just going to go through and talk about what we did and talk about what we drank where. And for the most part, we're going in order, but we're switching it for the last two breweries and we actually have a fifth additional beer. So there's some different things about this episode than what we normally do. And the final two beers are going to be very interesting for a reason that we'll get into when we get to them. Uh, It's going to be very fun, too. So, all right, let's get into it. Where did we go first, Rebecca?
1: We went to Sapwood Cellars.
0: So that takes us to our first beer, which is from Sapwood Cellars. And Sapwood was on our mind because the Maryland Beer Group that we're in on Facebook They recently had a bracketed tournament where people were voting on the beers, or on breweries in Maryland to crown who the best is, and Sapwood Cellars ended up winning.
1: And we hadn't been there in a while, so we thought, let's check them out again.
0: Well, and when we initially were there, it was maybe about almost two years ago now, and they were very new. So they've done a lot since. So the beer we're going to have of theirs right now in a 16-ounce can is Saturated Hue, Now, Saturated Hue is an extra pale ale double dry hopped with Vic's Secret, and it is 6% alcohol, and we did not try this one.
1: We haven't had any of the ones we're trying, actually.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, every single one we're trying on this episode, we we have not tried. So this will be a first for all these. Yeah, good point, Rebecca. That didn't dawn on me until you just said it. I was like, oh, yeah, we we didn't do that. Okay, so when it comes to IPAs, uh, Sapwood Cellar, to the best of my knowledge, has only been doing the hazy style lately, or at all. So it's a hazy extra pale ale, as it's called. Yeah. Um, like, I believe yeah. this this was on tap while we were there. We just didn't, we didn't try it. it. Yeah. Uh, and this came in a mixed four pack, which I think is awesome. Yeah. So yeah, it looks pretty orange. And or we'll be we doing
1: a showcase episode on Sapwood. Yes, we will. We got we will. enough to do one.
0: Yeah. So stay tuned for that at some point. Um, it's very orange looking, yeah. but very hazy. Obviously, it's got a decent head because we pour mm. kind of agitated. It smells good. The nose is, for being double dry hopped, the nose is a lot more, mild. Yeah, more mild than I was assuming it, it would is. be. yeah, go ahead.
1: Oh, I was say, I'm getting pineapple. I'm getting pine.
0: I can see that. There's a little there is a kind of oranginess in there. Mango. I get the pineapple, I get the mango, get the little bit of pine, a little bit of orange. There is a y- bit of a yeastiness mm-hmm. to it, but it's yeah, not that. crazy. Yeah.
1: Another mild flavor, but yeah, it's there.
0: I also get a slight grassy note as well. Okay. Um the nose is very low. That's kind of very perplexing to me.
1: It's very orangey in the taste. Mm. It's good, though. Definitely yeasty Mm. in the taste, too.
0: Yeah. It's got, like, this kind of, like, sweet orange kick at the end of each sip. Like, it kind of starts a little bit more neutral. It starts with that kind of yeastiness that you typically get from a hazy IPA, or, in this case, pale ale. But then it, like, just punches real quick. You don't really see it coming, but it punches real quick with that kind of sweet orange flavor.
1: Yeah. It is good. Yeah, I like it a
0: lot. It is very easy too. And I'm glad that like I said, it's got that yeastiness, but it's not it's not over the top. It's no. not crazy. A lot of hazy IPAs and pale ales these days. We there's go a, overboard with that. There's
1: a bitterness to it.
0: Mm-hmm. There is. And there's just this overall sweetness, like I was saying, with that sweet orange. But it's not too sweet. I do like it. This is a pretty easy yet medium flavor beer. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say it's super flavorful because it's not super flavorful, but it has like a medium flavor to it. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty easy. It's pretty nice. I'm down with it. Yeah, I like it. It's certainly not my favorite of what we had there. It's actually very far from my favorite of what we had there because we had some really kick-ass beers at Sapwood. I see why they were voted number one in that Facebook group for sure. So I don't know if you want to take the helm of our experience at Sapp. Oh yeah.
1: Um, so I think we start off with four half pours.
0: Yeah, because that's what they do. It's either full or half pours Yeah, which they don't I need like the sampler thing.
1: Which is fine.
0: Yeah, because most um, sampler sizes are five ounces anyway. So you're just getting an extra ounce. Yeah. If, for a half pour, or so.
1: Um. And we had my personal favorite, Vanilla Fort.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, that's Vanilla Fort.
1: Which is just like a vanilla IPA.
0: Well, I'll read read over. Oh, yeah, I got to put some water in yours to rinse. I'll read over everything we had, and we can talk about each one one by one. But, yeah, one of the big draws for us was that beer Vanilla Fort, which is a um, hazy IPA with vanilla beans added. And they don't put lactose in or anything, but... They basically get like a creaminess through that vanilla aspect and whatever grains they've used with the with the beer. So I think they have. And they did that. With,
1: out. They did that with the same thing with uh, their citrus blender. Not citrus blender. That's Manor Hill
0: um, citrus sorbet.
1: Citrus sorbet,
0: which was amazing.
1: Which was also very good. Yeah. That.
0: Oh, unfortunately, not available in cans, so we couldn't take that one home. But um, first of all, they had good seating outside. Um, they had seating inside is as well. And they were, you know, as far as we could tell, going by all the protocol that they should be going by and um, really nice servers. And the tap list is very interesting because they have a lot of uh, style, different styles. Like I did say that when they're doing IPAs, it's mainly just hazy, but they're doing it with, with a lot of different Combinations of hops. They're doing like things like this is the extra pale ale, or they're doing you know imperial with the you know the citrus sorbet one, or like the vanilla fort with vanilla added. And they also have like some Belgian beers. They have some sour beers. They have dark beers. They
1: I had a saison.
0: Yeah, they're all over the place.
1: Yeah, so we didn't try like everything. No, we, uh, we knew we had to kind of at that point pace we, ourselves. We were at least going to another one, so we were going to yes. taste ourselves.
0: Yeah, it was all about the pacing. So here is exactly what we had, and we can go over The Vanilla Fort, which we obviously said, very good beer. That is awesome. We were very lucky to get a four-pack of that. They've made that numerous times over the years, and it sells pretty quick. So we got lucky for when we were there. Uh, Graveyard of Forgotten Gods is another one that we tried, which that'll show up on the showcase. I will say that. The Vanilla Fort will as well. Yeah. But I'm not going to say it. (laughs) I'm not going to say anything past that, so that's two of the beers, you know, surprise ruined. Yeah. But it's worth hearing us taste them. Uh, but the the Graveyard of Forgotten Gods, it says on Untapped they have it as a porter, but I don't, it, it was like a blend—a
1: oh, porter and a stout with cardamom.
0: Yeah, and I think there there was some other aspects to it, but it kind of tasted barley wine-ish to you me. Think so? It was—I wasn't in love with the beer, but it was—it was. It was decent like i i enjoyed it enough yeah this, i said. thought
1: the spice the cardamom spice made it interesting
0: yeah definitely then the single citrus sorbet single citrus sorbet is what that is so that's basically they call it a milkshake pale ale but it was just basically like a, a orange zest um hazy ipa or hazy pale ale mm-hmm. it was tasty like the orange zest and it was just yeah that was that was good stuff Uh, Threat Level Morning, which I think was my favorite beer all day. Really? Yes. That's a stout with coffee. Mm -hmm. And the coffee's from Vigilante Roasters, who are in Hyattsville, Maryland, who do have good coffee. And so it's like quality coffee that they used in it. And it is, it's so good. Like, the the body to the beer is nice and easy. The coffee level is beautiful. It's roasted perfectly. It's just... One of the more gorgeous coffee beers I've had. And I loved it. So we got a four pack of that, thankfully. That was awesome. Danger of Light, which was, you know, a pale ale, hazy yeah, pale ale. Yeah, was good. Which, yeah, it was decent. Uh, the New Milkshake, which this one I was very surprised about because I, I don't remember everything that was in it, it has but. It banana. It had banana. And, and I'm.
1: Macadamia nut milk. Oh,
0: macadamia nut milk, that's right. You're right about that. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this, but I think you wanted to give it a shot, and I was like, okay, we'll 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 try it. Because I don't like banana and things typically, especially not beer. But the way the banana was incorporated, it's just it was just like a hint of Mm -hmm. banana flavor. And it it actually folded in really well with the other flavors. I was very impressed with that. That was quite tasty. Uh, When I expected it not to be tasty. Um, So that was our experience. And that's all we had there. Yeah, that's all we had at Sapwood. Really great. We're going to go back for sure. And then our next place we went to was?
1: Hysteria.
0: And before we talk about our experience at Hysteria, we will go to the Hysteria beer that we have. Now, shout out to Rich Smith. We actually didn't pick this beer up when we were at Hysteria. Uh, Our friend Rich Smith, who's been on the podcast before, gave us... This beer. He had stopped at Hysteria like a month or two prior yeah. and picked it up for us. This is Hysteria's The Morning After Coffee Milk Stout, and it is in a 12-ounce can, and it is 7% alcohol. And
1: they did have that when we were there, and they only had it in can pours, so we would have had to have, like, the whole can.
0: Yeah. Well, which, you know, it's 12 ounces, so. And it also wouldn't have been a problem because, well, we'll talk about why. In a minute, after we do this beer. But do do do. Okay. There you go, ma'am. So it's dark. Does it look like a coffee stout? Well, I mean, it doesn't look like a coffee stout. It looks like a stout. Can't see through it. It's got a nice, nice brown head to it. Looks nice. Smells?
1: It smells good. It smells milk, Ooh. Milk chocolatey. Yeah. It smells like green coffee. Yeah.
0: That's a really nice green coffee smell. I like the coffee smell on mm-hmm. this. It smells a little creamy, too. Yeah, it does. It's got, like, this nice creaminess, nice roastiness, a little chocolatey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like light chocolate, though, because there is a lot of coffee character in the nose, which I am all for that. I am a fan. So, yeah, going in for a taste. Oh, it's good. No? Okay, you talk about it. Because there's something that's bothering me a little bit. But you talk about what you're getting.
1: I'm getting a really nice coffee flavor, a nice coffee aftertaste in my mouth. Um, Carlin's making a face. I think it's good.
0: I think it's really sweet. It is sweet. It is, like, grossly sweet to me. I like the flavor of coffee in it. The coffee up yeah. front is nice. And it is that green coffee like it is in the smell. So, like, the coffee smell is great. The coffee taste is great. But it ends with like the sickly yeah. sweetness. Yeah, it's like sh- it's like sugar water, really.
1: It's like a lot of it's like a lot of sugar in your coffee.
0: <laughs> Did this finish fermenting? I wonder because it's really sweet. This beer is really sweet. Um, this is brewed with Orinoco coffee. I'm not familiar with Orinoco, but coffee and tea. It's like a company. So, um, I I'm not a fan. I like it. It's 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 way too sweet for me. Okay, I, I mean I'm glad you like it. Like I said, the incorporation of the coffee good, but the base beer I don't like it. It's way too sweet. Way too sweet.
1: I mean, I don't. I'm glad it's only in a 12 ounce can. I don't think I could drink a lot of it.
0: You can drink all of it. No, I don't. Know I don't want to drink all of it. It's way too sweet. I'm not down with that. Um, So our experience at Hysteria was actually not good. <laughs> Um, not from, like, a service standpoint, just from the beer standpoint. They had outside seating. They did a really good job with that. Our server was really nice. I'm sorry, we actually didn't remember to, like, get servers' names while we were out. I think we were just so wrapped up in the fact that we were excited to just be out out of the house. We were like, we're out of the house
1: doing something. Mm -hmm. Um, we only got three taster size.
0: Yeah, we just started there, and we were like, if we feel like it, we'll, we'll move on. Um... I only drank a few sips of each of the beers, and I'm like, I'm not drinking anymore. The beers were not good. Um, I feel bad saying that, but they weren't good. Yeah. And we had... uh,
1: We had a Lucky Charms IPA.
0: Yeah. That was... It just... It tasted like the not... Because it was supposed to be an IPA that they did with the marshmallows, with the marshmallows from the Lucky Charms, yeah. but all it tasted like was the non-marshmallow like portion the of the Lucky Charms. Yeah, so it tasted very, like, cereal, and that's all I tasted in it. It wasn't good. See,
1: I didn't... I, I That's the only one I drank. I, I mean, the only one I finished Yeah, was that one. I didn't think it was too bad. It wasn't, like, the best, but it wasn't terrible.
0: Well, I... And here's the thing. I didn't have high expectations for that. I was totally willing to just write that beer off as whatever because it was near, you know, St. Patrick's Day, so it's just like a kitsch thing. So, you know, a lot of breweries feel like they just kind of have to do those types of things around St. Patrick's Day, so I wasn't really counting that one against them so much. But then they had this one, uh, this Be Kind, Please Rewind, which was, and I don't understand this, they said it's a American Pils, Pseudo Pilsner. So first of all, what's a pseudo pilsner? My my guess is they used kvike yeast, so they didn't actually like ferment it like a regular pilsner, and they fermented it at a higher uh, level. But it didn't taste good. It was very muddy. Like it kind of tasted like dirt. Yeah. Um. It was. It was, it was just. It not was good. Yeah,
1: it- it was not good, but the, and then, the worst beer was this next one. Oh uh,
0: the, the the um the IPA with the lucky charms marshmallows was called Lucky You Want just so people know. And then the other one th- which is the reason we went there cuz we were like that could be really good. And I
1: hadn't can so I was really excited about this beer.
0: And this one was called All About the Bunt. Let me see if it's it says on the yeah, it's an Imperial Chocolate Raspberry White Stout, which sounds really good. But...
1: It was terrible. Yeah. And the, the raspberry was, like, an artificial flavor. It just And it didn't... was...
0: It overpowered everything.
1: Yeah, it was just... Artistic, that's all it tasted like was just artificial raspberry. Yep.
0: It, it was just 100% artificial raspberry flavor, and it was bad. So, we have been to Hysteria, I don't know, a year and a half. No, probably closer to, like, two years pro- uh, ago. So, I don't know what happened there, Uh, but the beers were good when we were there. All three of the beers we had this time were bad. And I don't think that this morning after is very good either. So I don't know if they have a different brewer or what's going on there, but I, I would not go back to hysteria. Yeah. Unless something changes. That's very unfortunate because I had fond memories of hysteria and this was just a bad beer experience. Uh, But while we were there, our, like I said, our server was very nice They were, you know, abiding by all COVID protocols, so that was good. And right next door to them is this place called Bullhead Pit Beef, and we got lunch from there, and their food was really good. Mm -hmm. Their fries were not, were eh, like, they're kind of like run-of-the-mill type fries, and you can tell that they don't really change their fry oil very often, because it's got that type of flavor to the fries, but the, like, the main stuff you are there to get was very tasty. I got a brisket burrito that just had, like, a ton of brisket in it. And then you could choose what sauce you put in there. So I had their, I think, Carolina version barbecue sauce and also um, their tiger sauce, which is like a horseradish and mayo-type mix. And that burrito was phenomenal. It was very excellent. And then you had...
1: I just had a Pippi sandwich.
0: And you said it was really it was good really as good. well. Yeah. So, yeah. So... I would go to that bullhead Mm -hmm. um, pit beef. That was really, it was a really tasty place. Pretty sad about Hysteria though. So we talked about then going to Black Flag, which is literally like minutes down the road from Hysteria, but we decided not to because they don't have outside seating. Um, So I kind of think that it's not necessarily a choice thing for them because. Where they're located, they're kind of with other businesses, and it's not a lot of parking. Yeah. So I don't think they can really do outside seating, is my guess. So if there were people on social media who were like, "Why didn't you go to Black Flag? You were right there," and I mean, we would have if we could have done outside seating, but we couldn't. So, but you know, when after I get my vaccine, both my vaccine doses, um, maybe we'll go sit at Black Flag and try them out again. Yeah. Because it's been a while since we've been there too. So, then we went to Crooked Crab, but we're going to talk about them after the pl- place we went last, which is...
1: Firm Brewing Company. Spelled. P-H-E-R-M.
0: And Firm is very new. Like, they're only months old when we're recording this. Yeah. They're not even a year old. They're a very new brewery. So, we were like, hey, they're super new. Seen some good things about them online. So, let's go check them out.
1: So, this is their It's ice. And it is a Blackberry Raspberry Blackcurrant Sour Ale, and it's 5.5%.
0: And 16-ounce can, and we uh, were not able to taste this while we were there because it wasn't on tap, but they had it in cans. So I saw it in cans. I'm like, oh, that sounds really good. Let's take that with us. Also, I have to do shout-out that they have a must-keep cold on the can, which is good with these fruited sours because we had an episode recently talking about cans that explode because of refermentation, so good job for. Uh, okay, gonna get in. I'm excited. I do like a nice fruited sour from time to time.
1: And that we bought this in a four pack, right? Uh.
0: Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I, I had a hes- hesitation because there were some beers at some of the breweries, and I can't couldn't remember what was what that were in two packs.
1: Yeah. And this and the beers that you could buy at firm you could buy singles too.
0: Yeah, that was cool. That that's a good so idea. Like,
1: yeah, oh, that's kinda cool if you just want one. This is very pretty. It's really pretty. Um it's like a deep pink, deep red.
0: It's got a really pretty red head. Or I'm sorry, pink head to it. The pink head looks very nice. Smell? Berries.
1: Yeah, berries. I don't Ber- know if I could pick out anything particular.
0: <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't smell that like tartar sour. No. I mainly just smell the fruit. Yeah, but it's not like the fruit isn't like insane on the nose. It's no, still like a mild. Yeah, which honestly, that makes me feel hopeful for the flavor because I don't want it to be like too sweet or anything. Mm. Yeah, it smells solid. Mm, it's good. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's like a low level tartness. Um, very much just driven by those berries,
1: lots of berries, a little tartness, and then it finishes with that naked cheerio finish,
0: but not too much for someone like me who doesn't really like that flavor that much. There is a little tart kick that kind of hits in the middle of of each sip. It's kind of like berries, tart kick berries to finish. It's a good progression of flavor, yeah, it's good. This is really easy, too. It's
1: very easy. Really? Like, it's
0: it's flavorful. It's not, like, crazy flavorful, but it's flavorful, and it's very easy. Like, you could just blow through this if you wanted to. It's a good beer. I like this. Mm. Yeah. I'm down with that. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. That last sip. Now, feel me on this. It, it's like it almost has a little bit of a Jolly Rancher note to it.
1: Hmm. Okay. I don't see that. But. That was
0: good, though. I like that. So, so what did we have at Firm? So we only
1: got... They did sampler sizes. hmm And for all the places I went in, and Carlin stayed outside since I'm vaccinated. So right. I went in, got the beers, went back outside. So I just got four, because that's kind of how all, all I could carry.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's... Uh, so we did a Splintered Sunlight, which is their Pilsner. Now, this one, I when we initially took a sip of it, I was like... Uh, You know, that that's okay. It's an okay Pills. But then as we kept drinking it, I remember just being like, you know, the more I drink this, the more I just keep going back to it. Mm-hmm. Because it was like an over time, it just kept like developing a little bit more. So it was a pretty good Pills actually. Initially I was like, eh, but then it turned into, oh, you know what, this is a pretty good Pills. Uh, Then we had the Scooped, and that was a milkshake IPA. And that was with peach, apricot, and mango.
1: That wasn't as good as I wanted it to be.
0: Right, that one was. It was I, okay. I think
1: it was the weakest offering.
0: Yeah, it it was okay. Uh, I think we we picked up a, a good amount of the apricot and some hoppiness, and that was about it. Um, yeah, not that wasn't the best. Now the, the two sour
1: ones we had were both good, though. Yes.
0: So that makes sense why this is a good beer, because I think they're, I think they're really getting it right on their sours. Um, we had their Secret of the Goza, which I think is supposed to be a play on Secret of the Ooze, based off, um, I think, what their label kind of looks like. It looks like mm-hmm. a Ninja Turtle type thing. Um, but it is a Guava Sour. And that was good. Very mm-hmm. nice guava flavor to it. Rebecca got that Naked Cheerio in yeah, there. Yeah, it's good. And then my favorite—that yeah, we was had my there. favorite too. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was your favorite. I
1: didn't know it was your favorite.
0: The Disco Cherry Lime, which was a Goza with cherry and lime, that was pretty nice. Yeah, I really and did enjoy flavors that.
1: Flavors you don't see a lot in beers together. True.
0: Yes. Yeah. The cherry lime—that was a good one. I'm a fan. I enjoyed that. Um, mm-hmm. So, here's the thing. They're under a year old. If Firm is starting this way, that gives me some pretty big hopes for where they'll go from here.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. I think this one's my favorite one, though, from them.
0: I I quite like this, but I think I still like that Disco Cherry Lime Yeah. Because, like it's you said, you, how often are you really yeah, getting that?
1: Yeah, the flavors are definitely different.
0: Yeah, Firm. Digging the Firm. I'm down with it. Uh, they they have this weird like wooden bridge.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking about that
0: to get to get to their place. Like, if you go one direction, you can go between like this one um, like shopping plaza area and where they're located, which is another one. And it's a one car wooden bridge that doesn't feel the safest when you're driving on it. The first, I'm sure it's fine. The first, was
1: like, am I allowed to drive on this? I'm like, I think so. Well, I didn't
0: know. It just looked like it's. It was weird. It was just really weird. But they had a a decent enough amount of uh, outside seating, Mm -hmm. and, yeah, it was good. So then we said we went to Crooked Crab before firm, so now we're going to get to Crooked Crab. Now, the reason we're getting to Crooked Crab last is because we have two beers to represent Crooked Crab. One of them was brewed at Crooked Crab. The other one was not. But they're both collaboration beers. Now, the, their collaboration beers with Fourscore Brewing, who we did a showcase for Fourscore, right? I think so. Mm, I don't know. Did we? Oh, my gosh. I'm losing it. I think we did a Fourscore <laughs> showcase. We at least talked about going to Fourscore on the podcast and have had Fourscore beers, and they do good stuff. Uh, so they did a collaboration with Fourscore, and it's like a Miami Vice type. Because one of the beers is called Crockett. One of them is called Tubbs. And the cool thing is you're supposed to blend them then to create what they call the Miami Vice. So it's a 50-50 blend. So we're going to taste through each of the beers. And then I already have two ounces of each pre-blended that we'll then pour into our glasses to try. So this should be fun. So Fourscore is getting some press in this, even though we didn't go there. No, but, but that's because they collab with Crooked crepe, So, And we did not have these beers while we were there. So we're yeah. pretty excited to try them.
1: Okay, so the first one is, the, is called Tubbs, and it is...
0: This is the one that Crooked Crab brewed. Yes,
1: this is the one Crooked Crab brewed, and it's a strawberry daiquiri sour.
0: hmm Is there uh, ABV? 8%.
1: Eight,
0: ooh, 8%. I wasn't expecting that for a sour. Okay, see how that is.
1: It's an imperial sour.
0: Wow, okay. Interesting. All right. Pouring it, it looks...
1: It's like a hazy... Peach
0: color. It looks lighter than I was potentially expecting it. Yeah, it is kind of like a like like a mix between like a light orange and a and a light red or light pink. Yeah. It's an interesting color. It's kind of pretty. It is like peachish.
1: So much strawberry.
0: Woo. Oh my goodness. So much strawberry. Wow. That is yeah, that's that's a lot. Is it actual strawberries in there?
1: Is a strawberry puree?
0: Okay, there you go. Good. They didn't do the hysteria and put in just like fake ass yeah. strawberry. Thank goodness. Um, man, that is a beautiful, beautiful strawberry nose. If you like the smell of strawberry, you will love the smell of this beer. And I mean, strawberry daiquiri? Sure. I mean, all I smell is strawberry though. Mm-hmm. So we can go in.
1: Tastes good. It's really, it's like Whoa. not that sour at all.
0: There is a, um, a very present sweetness that hits me up front, but then it backs off, thankfully. Because when I first taste that, I'm like, oh, this is pretty sweet. If it sustained, it would have been a problem, but it just, it, it like backs down after the initial kick of it.
1: It's like fruit sweetness. It's not over, mm-hmm. the, over the top sweetness. It's just like a right. nice, yummy, mm-hmm. juicy strawberry.
0: Oh, this beer is good. Mm-hmm. This is very good.
1: It's just the right amount of sweetness and right amount of tart.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you get the tartness after the sweetness. It's like that yeah. punch of strawberry and sweet up front, and then it transitions to that tartness, and then it finishes with... Naked Cheerio. That nice Naked Cheerio, now, if you're it's looking not too for, much If you're
1: looking for something that's really sour, you're going to be disappointed because it's Ooh. not overly sour. It's just like a little bit of tartness. I really... I like it, though. I really
0: like that beer. That beer is really nice. Oh, and... Since we talked about that uh, that bracket challenge, we should note that Crooked Crab was number two yeah. in the bracket challenge, and we had never been to Crooked Crab, so we were like, oh man, maybe we should hit it up. And they weren't that far from Sapwood, so we were like... Man. Yeah,
1: and they had outside, they only had four tables outside, but we were lucky yeah. to get one, and there was one open when we got there.
0: Yes, we got lucky. Um, I think we dealt with the most wind when we were there, too. It was very windy. And then
1: they had the door propped open, which is nice. So you didn't have to touch the door handle. But then, so I was coming (laughs) out with our beer sampler and this wooden tray. And I pushed open the door, and then it flew back and hit me so hard, the beer spilled all over me. Yeah. (laughs) So we lost some beer.
0: We did lose some beer. But that's
1: okay. Not a ton.
0: So, here's what we had when we were there. We had their Crooked Cream Ale, which... It was good. Eh, it, had, it had a lot of a corn flavor yeah. to it. It was a little overly corn for me, but it was still okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I wasn't huge on it, but it was okay. We had their Pink Boots Pilsner. Once okay. again, it was an okay Pilsner. Uh, their Stay Crooked Pale Ale. It was a decent pale ale. Yeah. I, I did enjoy that pale ale. Totesma oats. That was the best one. Which is an oatmeal stout. That oatmeal stout was awesome. Yeah, it was like, very that good. when I think like oatmeal stout, that is how I want my oatmeal stout to taste. Yeah, it that was, was very good. awesome. Uh they didn't have it in cans though, did they? I think they did. Oh did they? Oh crap. We should just go back and get some why didn't we get some? I don't know. All right, we need to go back. I think we might be going back anyway to get some more of this Crockett and Tubbs after tasting in that tubs. Uh, hopefully the Crockett's just as good, or close, because that tub's really good. But yeah, that Totesma Oats, awesome oatmeal stout. I remember the first sip I took of that, I was like, that is killer. Like, it's got a nice creaminess to it. It's got really nice roasty notes, the right amount of chocolate to it. It was yeah, just it was a good. killer oatmeal stout. Then they had their Breakfast Big Shake, which, I forget what was in that. Um, it was like... It's the Milkshake like IPA. Milkshake IPA. It was... It was decent. Yeah. I remember I think being all the beers decent.
1: there were
0: solid. solid. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: nothing. But the Toast My Oats was like really, really good. Yeah.
0: And the stubs And the was, was really, really, really good. good. So, yeah. So, yeah. That's what we had. Um, yeah.
1: Okay. So, so this last beer. Is
0: Is Crockett. again the c-
1: collaboration between Forest Corn and Crooked Crab. This one's called Crockett. It is a Sour Double IPA. It is a Pina Colada Sour Double IPA. Brewed with an insane amount of pineapple, coconut, and vanilla. Dry hopped with sabo, sabro, sabro, yeah. cryo, and kahatu, kahatu. Uh,
0: yeah, kahatu. I would say eight point six percent.
1: Eight
0: point six. Eight point six. Wow. So there's there.
1: It looks like straight up pineapple juice.
0: Yeah, it does. Well, let's see if it smells like straight-up pineapple juice. It could if they said there's a lot of pineapple in it. Yes, it does. Oh, my gosh. It's like the golden pineapple, you know, like the kind of like like sweet pineapple that you end up getting in can from Dole. I'm
1: getting the... It
0: looks really yellow.
1: I'm getting the coconut, and I'm getting the vanilla on the smell.
0: It looks really yellow. There's not much of any head to it. It's not retaining head, which doesn't really bother me. Uh, You can see chunks of stuff floating in it, which I assume is probably the coconut. Yeah, I do. I get the vanilla, I get the coconut. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it smells like a pina colada straight up. If it tastes the way it smells, this could be really awesome as well. It smells really great. Definitely smells like a pina colada. I'm very impressed with how creamy it smells and how much coconut pops in the nose.
1: Holy cow, it tastes just like a pina colada.
0: Whoa, my goodness, yeah, yes, it does. yes, it does.
1: It's equally as sweet. Whoa, it's get all that like fruity sweetness and then a little bit of tartness. It's good. I now, can't believe this is eight percent.
0: I think the coconut milk is tasting
1: there's not coconut milk.
0: All uh, right, sorry, I, I got ahead of myself. I was going to say, I think the coconut is tasting like coconut milk because it seems pretty concentrated. You know what I mean? Like, I smell tons of pineapple in the nose, but I taste more coconut than I taste pineapple, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, these are both
0: good. It's very creamy. I'm also getting that, um, the vanilla in there as well, which I think the vanilla is helping with that creaminess. They are both very good. Wow. Okay, I think preference wise, I think I like the tubs a little bit more though.
1: I think so too.
0: Um, but they're both very nice. So okay. that that leads us to the experiment that was al- always intended when they collaborated on these beers, which is the fifty-fifty blend of the Crockett and Tubbs to make the Miami Vice. Now I've already pre-mixed this, but I'm going to give it give it a quick swirl just to make sure it didn't. I'm I sure I'm sure it didn't, but I don't I don't want it to like have kind of separated. Okay, here we go. So, Rebecca's going to get half, and Carlin's going to get half. I think maybe I got a little more than you. Sorry. You got, like, double me. Well, whatever. We can still mix more of it. <laughs> right? Okay, so it looks like the tubs, basically, but just it's a little bit lighter, lighter. maybe. Yeah. It's got really no head to it. And
1: it smells so good. I mean, you get the pineapple. You get the coconut. You get the vanilla. You get the strawberry. Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, really what it is, is it's a, it smells a lot like the Crockett, that Pina Colada, but on a lower level because the strawberries then introduced in Mm -hmm. there. And so you do smell all the aspects of both the beers. So aromatically, it smells like both the beers. It smells very cool and very nice. Now, flavor-wise, it's not as good as they are separately, I will say.
1: Yeah, I think they're better separately as well.
0: It does taste good, though. I will say that.
1: It is very good.
0: So, honestly, I think if we would have tasted it like this first and then tasted them separately, I think we would have been happier because i been like, oh, this is really good, and then tasted them separately and be like, oh, but they're... They're also really good separate. Yeah, they're better separately, but they are good together. They really are. And it tastes exactly like the two beers mix, basically. So, someone
1: on social media said that these are great brunch beers, and I would agree.
0: Yeah, they do have this kind of like brunch,
1: like mimosa aspect.
0: These are impressive.
1: Yeah, they're really good.
0: They're good. Mm.
1: Do I have to to rate these?
0: Yeah, we have to rank them. This is going to be hard. Uh, Well, I know what my last one is. Yeah, I know my last one, very easy. My last one's going to be the same. I'm sure everyone listening knows what the last one's going to be. Hint, it was also our least favorite experience of the breweries we went to, beer-wise. Hysteria, if you want to redeem yourselves, contact us.
1: Okay, I got my lineup.
0: I need to retaste the saturated hue, because I need to figure out where that's going. But I do have a feeling, I know, I have a feeling that my lineup's going to be your lineup. Oh, you think? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: I could flip-flop these two, too.
0: I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I need a little bit more of this, the It's Ice. i to figure out where that one's going. Yep, go ahead. It's the same as yours. Okay,
1: same lineup. Okay, so.
0: Wait, this doesn't happen often. It doesn't. This is a momentous, we're usually like one switched or something. So, momentous occasion. Rebecca will now speak for both of us. Okay,
1: so number five is the Hysteria the Morning After, which is the coffee milk stout. Good coffee flavor, too sweet. Too sweet, sweet.
0: way too sweet.
1: Um, Number four is the Saturated Hue by Sapwood Cellars.
0: Decent, very light, hazy pale ale.
1: Number three is It's Ice by Firm Brewing, which is the Blackberry Raspberry Blackcurrant Sour Ale.
0: Nice sour beer. That's actually not that sour. It's just a little tart.
1: Number two is Crockett, which is the Pina Colada Sour Double IPA.
0: From Fourscore, From but Fourscore. in collaboration with the Crooked Crab.
1: And number one is Tubbs, which is... in. Uh, imperial s- Strawberry Daiquiri Sour.
0: Yep, I am in full agreement. That is, you know, going into this, I'm not sure I would have expected that that I would have had the tubs as number one. I think I would have thought the Crockett would be my number one. Over they're both.
1: It. I mean, they're both. This is. They're all pretty good except the hysteria.
0: <laughs> yeah, the hysteria is not good. It's well, okay. What happened? Yeah, no I don't know. think it's okay. It's way too sweet, man. It's way too sweet. Um, so where would you put the blend of the Crockett and tubs? I feel like I would put it right below the Crockett. Between the Crockett and and the It's Ice.
1: Oh, I wouldn't. I would put it actually... Below the It's Ice? Yeah.
0: No, I would put it before the It's Ice. i put it right after the Crockett. But, that's just me.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, um, we had a really good time. And hopefully we're going to be doing some more excursion episodes like this and... I think we probably need to go back to three of these breweries <laughs> um, and and also Fourscore. I, I have oh, been yeah. talking about wanting to go back to Fourscore. Um, so we'll we'll do that again. And I'm going to have to check. If we haven't done a showcase for Fourscore, we should do a showcase for Fourscore. And actually, we should probably do a showcase for all these breweries, except Hysteria. Sorry. Um and like we said, we're already doing we are gonna do one for Sapwood though. That's already mm-hmm. in the works. We already we have the had, beers. Yeah, we secured those beers, that is happening. But we should do firm. I think I want to give firm a little time though. Um because their stuff they is good now, but I have a feeling that in about a year or so their stuff's gonna be even better.
1: They only had three different options for beers and cans. And well, then yeah, I guess, that, that and too. then I guess crawlers. Yeah, that
0: too. We could we could do crooked crab now though. I mean not We would have to go there and get more beers, but, and if we do, we need to not make the mistake as same mistake as last time and skip on the Totsuma Oats. Yeah. (laughs) Because that is, yeah, what an oatmeal stout, man. Okay, awesome. Uh, So this was a lot of fun. Uh, People, email us, let us know, are there any particular breweries you want us to do showcases on you think we should try to visit at some point? Um, Obviously, it would have to be kind of in the area we are. So, like, very close to Maryland, Pennsylvania, you know, stuff that's kind of like around in the areas of like Gettysburg, Hershey, Philadelphia, um, and then like Baltimore-ish area, Maryland. So those areas. So if there are breweries, let us know. Brutal Battle Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, Instagram.
1: Instagram at Brutal Battle Podcast.
0: Uh, If you want to get back episodes going all the way back to number one when the podcast was not good, uh, especially in comparison to now, uh, you can go to archive.org and search Brutal Battle, or you can simply go to brutalbattle.com, which is the website for the podcast. Uh, It's not a very fancy website. I'm mainly just using it to house the episodes. I don't put a lot of time into it. Um, It just has the pictures and the episodes and the write-ups, basically. So keeping it simple, it's all about the pod. But do us a quick favor and rate and review us on whatever Podcatcher you use. iTunes helps. iTunes helps the most, so we would appreciate that. Uh, and also, just you know, word of mouth, please. Uh, just let people know about the podcast. And that's about it. Do you have anything to say? That's it. All right. So until next time, keep it brutal. I
1: feel
0: so-